Hello and welcome to the Daily Driver Podcast presented by ThisIsBracketRacing.com. I'm your host, Luke Bogacki. What is the most common trait shared by truly elite competitors, like the best of the best? And we could go a number of different directions with this, but I'll steal a quote from Edmund Richardson. And I'll be honest, at this point, like the years have run together, I don't know, I don't remember if this was something that Edmund said directly to me, or a quote of his that I read, or something that I overheard from his mouth in passing. But I'm confident in attributing this quote to Edmund, and obviously I'm paraphrasing, but it is something along the lines of, the best racers are the racers who are willing to get behind at the finish line, even when they're capable of getting there first. Think about that for a second. Like that's a pretty simple concept, but I think most of us can agree as a racer, it's the hardest thing to do. Like we're hardwired to want to get there first and giving up on that when we can accomplish the goal of getting there first requires a tremendous amount of discipline. Like, let me just throw a scenario out there. Let's say that I'm holding three and it's a race where I'm slightly the faster car. And as we approach the finish line, I'm getting by my opponent, but let's say I'm only getting by by a hundredth of a second. I could take double O something at the finish line. Like at this point, that's pretty easy if my opponent holds it on the floor and yet it is the wrong call. It's really hard in that situation to drop because I'm ahead, right? but it's the right call. And I would take Edmund's quote to even another level and say that the best of the best take that even a step further. And I'll share a story. I actually told this story within This Is Bracket Racing Elite recently to, to illustrate a related point, but I'll share it again here. And this is how much this stuck with me. This is literally a single round of competition from an event that may be 20 years ago or close to it. Okay, the event we're at, at, uh, at Memphis, at that point, Memphis Motorsports Park, right? And it was the last day of a multi-day bracket race and there was no time trial. It was straight into first round. Well, the my, my dragster at the time, a friend of mine was driving it and he went down the track before I did. So I knew what I could run, right, on, on a blind round. And as I, I count back the pairings at the back of the lanes, I realize I'm going to be paired with Scotty Richardson. And I, I look at his dial board, and I believe we're both dialed like 504. I'm like, okay, cool, heads up run, right? And my buddy just went 502. So like I know, I know what I'm holding. And then um, so we pull up in line a little bit, and I look over, and Scotty's dialed up to 506. I'm like, okay, cool. And we pull up a little bit more, and I look over, and he's dialed 508. I'm like, wow, okay. Like, I, I didn't assume he was honest at the 504, right? Like, how much are we going to hold? By the time that we get to the ready line, I glance over, and Scotty's dialed 510. Okay, so he's dialed up six hundredths from the initial number that I don't assume was honest, right? Okay, at this point, no problem. Like, I've got a huge advantage. My car just went down the track. I know exactly what I can go. Like, I'm just going to be super disciplined. I'm going to kill my 200s, challenge him to beat me, right? We leave the starting line, and as you might expect, he's daylighting me. Pumping the throttle, like, by 330. 
backing in, backing in, backing in, and about the time that I just go to lock in on my spot, right? I'm just going to spot drop and kill two hundreds. He goes from, I mean, like comfortably ahead of me and just stops and gets back behind. And I saw that kind of out of the corner of my eye as I hit my spot. Well, as you might imagine, like one of the reasons that I remember this story, I'm a couple that wonder. And Scotty drops to above. Like he looks like the hero, right? But the whole point, like the, the reason that I remember that round to this day is that it never crossed my mind that he wouldn't get there first. He was a car length ahead of me at half track. Like I didn't guard against that at all because I had never seen that in the other lane. Like the thought that he would get back behind on purpose never crossed my mind. And in reality, like call it a sixth sense or, you know, say Scotty's superhuman, all that. Like, I'm not going to disagree with that. But in reality, like, he's just playing the odds, right? And the odds of me giving him enough room to do a great job, like dropping to say one and a half or two over in that instance, aren't great. The odds of me missing my spot by a couple thousands or my car picking up with a couple thousands to put me one, two, three thousandths under decent right like that is the smarter play if you're just gonna gamble and in the manner in which he did it made it really really difficult for me to guard against because again i just never would have assumed that he wouldn't try to get there first 